Welcome to the Market Sell Win Podcast. Today, we are so lucky to have with us Stacy Doherty, a marketing leader whose career spans more than 20 years in the professional services industry. She's held senior marketing positions at three of the largest billion-dollar accounting firms in the U.S., including RSMUS, BDO, and Deloitte. Stacy's primary focus was helping accounting and consulting professionals grow their book of business. In our four-part interview, Stacy will talk about her career journey, and I'm so excited for you to hear about Stacy's perspective on how marketing and sales can work better together and her processes for developing marketing campaigns and events. In this first segment, we'll focus on Stacy's career journey, the skills that she's found to be important, and the impact mentors have had in shaping her career. Welcome to the show, Stacy. Thanks, Julie. I appreciate it. I'm so glad to be here. Well, awesome, awesome. So we'll just hop right into it. Let me uh, let me set the stage a little bit. So part of what we're trying to do is show people that there isn't necessarily a direct route for our careers. Um, experiences build on each other, and you essentially create the path as you go along. I can say people likely don't start out a career using you as an example, where they say, I want to be a marketing director for a professional services firm. And in reality, you just have to be flexible. You have to adapt to what comes your way and our paths unfold. So um, tell me a little bit about the path and steps that you've taken to get to where you are in your career. Sure, I'd be happy to. Um, So I started my career, um, like you said, about a little over 20 years ago at RSM. Um, It was the first professional services firm I had been at. Um, I held a number of marketing roles within within the firm during my 16 years there, which is a very long time. Um, I was in a number of industry groups I worked with, number of business lines, and I always kind of helped with the marketing strategy. Um, the last, I would say maybe eight years or so of my career there, I was national marketing director for the consumer and industrial products industry group, um, which was you know, in, in my mind, kind of where I felt like my career was being taken to the next level because I got to help that group actually kind of build a true marketing strategy from the ground up. Um, these industry groups at that time were just kind of getting underway with building their strategy. Marketers were collaborating with, you know, the development folks and the subject matter experts for these industry teams and really all kind of putting our heads together and coming up with a way to promote uh, the, the services that RSM provides to that industry segment. Um, so, I, you know, I, I kind of, you know, worked in that, that, that group for, you know, like I said, about eight years. And then um, I felt like, you know, I had been with RSM for so long that I was ready to kind of take on my next challenge. And I became head of marketing for Sickich, uh, which is a smaller, smaller regional firm um, in the Chicago area. Um, much smaller than RSM, about 85 partners, um, 13 offices. Um, I had a team of 15 marketers uh, working under me, and it was a much larger <laughs> undertaking than I had experienced at RSM. So to your point, Julie, you kind of don't really know where your career is going to kind of lead you. And that, to me, was the next logical step in my career to kind of help take things to the next level. Um, from then, you know, from there, I went on to, you know, spend some time at Deloitte. I really wanted to get that large um, professional services firm experience, and Deloitte is about as large as they get. Um, they are very streamlined, very structured, um, a 
whole different world than anything that I've ever been in. Um, they have a very large marketing agency model um, where everybody, there's an expert in any, every particular area you could think of within the marketing realm, and you had a lot of people to support and lean on and to help you. Um, it was really a great experience. I was a contractor there, actually, um, for about a year. And then I went on to BDO to be regional marketing director um, for the central region. It was 18 offices in that region, and I led a team of eight field marketers. Um, so I kind of felt each one of those positions, while similar to some extent because they were all professional services firms, so similar type of service offering, accounting, tax, consulting, advisory, um, they were all very different because each of the firms kind of have their own culture, um, their own way of doing things. Each of the teams that I worked with, um, you know, were very, very different. And I got to take away, you know, with each one of those careers, I got to take away some different, um, you know, some different things and, and learned a ton. Um, so, yeah, it, it's been kind of a great, great experience. And I, you know, really like, you know, where I've been and kind of I'm very excited to see, you know, where I go next. That's awesome. Thank you. Um, so maybe if you think back to, um, well, any of your roles, but to give some of our listeners an idea of what does a day in the life look like for maybe a, a regional marketing director? Sure. Yeah. I mean, most recently, you know, I, I was at BDO and in that type of role and really what that role was for, for me was leading and coaching my team um, of mark field marketers and coming up with a strategy for the region. Um, so they had, you know, the firm has a, a national marketing function, which, you know, develops a lot of the content and thought leadership, um, some, some of the big picture stuff. And then within the regions, we kind of determined because we, you know, are the experts in knowing our markets and, you know, our audiences and who we're trying to target and how we're trying to promote the business in those particular you know, key areas, we kind of then decide how we want to use the information that, you know, is being produced and how best to get it out and to promote it. Um, so, you know, me and my team did kind of ran the whole gamut of marketing. We did, you know, PR in each one of the, the local markets, you know, trying to, you know, get out to the local media. We did, um, you know, digital campaigns and local events and webcasts and email campaigns. So it's kind of, you know, fully integrated marketing program using a lot of the content um, that was genera generated for us at the national level. Um, so a lot of it was really working with the local office leaders um, and, and the service lines that were of particular focus in those particular uh, markets. Awesome. So, you know, it's interesting. So you've had teams, so you've probably had to um, coach folks on, on marketing strategy. Um, mm -hmm. And I know there's lots of books on marketing strategy, but any thoughts on as you've grown in your career, how you really got comfortable with the idea of developing a strategy and any tips and things that you did to um, to get better at that? Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, and, and, you know, the coaching part of it, which was a big part of my regional strategy, that cause it, there was a lot of junior members on my team. There was a couple of managers, one senior manager, but everyone else was pretty much, you know, senior associate, more, more junior people that needed um, to learn how to create a strategy and how to react to adversity and challenges and how to, you know, talk to partners within the firm and, and really kind of make sure that they are able to keep their marketing plan moving and get the things done that they need to do. Um, so I think, you know, I think a lot of it is 
experience, you know, just kind of actually going through the process and, and building a strategy and communicating the strategy um, and confidence. And I feel like, you know, as you go through it, um, you know, a number of times, it builds up your confidence some more and, um, you know, kind of, you, you've kind of gained the tools and the, and the resources through experience and, and building that confidence. I think that helps you be able to create the strategy and execute on the strategy. And I think another key point point is to, you know, communicating and, and keeping open lines of communication at all levels. Um, we can't, you know, create a strategy in, in a bubble and, and think that it's going to be successful. We have to make sure that we're getting input from our stakeholders and people that we're working with and involving, you know, the sales uh, business development organization um, and just all having input into where you are trying to go. Totally agree. And I think that the, the communication piece, I think as leaders, as marketing leaders, um, our role is to help our younger folks, like, give them that confidence and also help them mm-hmm. understand, look, first time through anything's not that easy, you know, and that's okay. Right. You know, we, we right. learn from the experience. Let's keep the lines of communication open between me and you, and I can help guide you through this process. And then next year when you have your, you know, strategy conversation, although we know we have them throughout the year, um, but you know, the right. big strategy conver- conversations, you'll be much more comfortable at it. Right. And and then, and and to having a point of view, I think that that's a great thing that you could teach, you know, more junior level staff too, is having a perspective on something and not just being reactionary to everything that someone wants you to do is challenging a little bit and having a point of view and maybe suggesting alternate ways to do something. I think that helps build your own credibility and, you know, earns you some respect and and that all helps build up your confidence. Yeah, that's a good point. And I think I've always found that having a point of view I was able to have a stronger, more informed point of view if I asked more questions. So, you know, when I'm meeting with stakeholders, I think we're not in the business. You know, I'm not delivering, let's say, accounting services every day. So I have to ask questions in order to understand, well, what, you know, why would people need this service or what's happening in their business that would drive a need for this? But the more questions you ask, the better informed you are and you can tie it back to a marketing strategy. So I guess being curious is, is advice that I've always found to be useful. Yeah, I love that. And, and I think some, again, some, some more, you know, junior people coming into the profession, almost, I have found at least some people on my team, they're, they're a little, they're scared to ask questions because they don't want to seem like that, that they should know the answers. And so you want to kind of teach that, that it's okay. And it's actually good to be curious. And that's how we're always learning. It's great to ask questions. So I think that that's a good skill too. myself. So true. I, I mean, in fact, I've regularly say you don't have to know the answer, you know, because I, I, I agree people. I think they're afraid that they're going to come off as, you know, not smart enough or people are going to be like, wow, you're asking this question. Shouldn't you know this? And you know what? Be right. the brave one, because I say my guess is that two other people sitting in that room have the same question but don't have the right. nerve to ask it. <laughs> so exactly. Agreed. Have the yeah. nerve and you'll get to a better end spot. So um, let me ask you, I guess, um, oh, I've got a whole bunch of questions for you, but um, in your career, has has there ever been a point where you felt like out of your comfort zone and how did you get past that? Yes, Um, I think we all have, but I can think of very specifically. Um, And it it was when I moved on from um, being with a firm for my entire career that I pretty much grew up there again for 
16 or 17 years and moving into a true marketing leadership role. Um, this role was kind of beyond what I was expecting. I was a part of the executive leadership team of, of the, the firm and I had a lot of responsibility and I was terrified <laughs> um, going into it, honestly, because I had, you know, you become very comfortable when you're with the same place for so long and, and you know your role and you know what you're doing, you know you're doing great things and people appreciate you. Now kind of going somewhere that you're like, okay, this is, this is a big responsibility, a big role. I'm now leading this big team and they're all counting on me for strategy and you know the leaders of this company are counting on me for strategy so it was scary but you know I that position alone I learned so much and I took so much away just from being kind of thrown into that type of role um, not really knowing what to expect when I went into it um, but I think some of my great skills including managing a team kind of came out of that experience so I'm, I'm grateful for that. And um, it just goes to show you, sometimes you have to go a little bit out of your comfort zone um, to feel if you want to take your career to the next level and try to, you know, add in some additional challenges maybe that you didn't have before. Um, it's scary, but, um, you know, I'm, I'm glad I did it. That's great. That That's kind of what I was hoping you would say, because that's been my experience as well, <laughs> is that you sometimes getting out of that comfort zone is downright terrifying. <laughs> but, yes, yes. but it, it, it helps you grow and and whether you're yep. like trying to grow your career to the next level or sometimes if you're making a shift i mean if you think about marketing it's so vast and sales too but maybe more on the yep. marketing side it's like whoa there's so many different areas and if you were looking to make a shift into you know something maybe more digitally oriented then but if you haven't had that experience that could be scary but once you dip right. your toe in yeah um all right so let me ask you this in terms of some of the softer skills um, that you found to be important in your career, what might those be? And again, these are things that I have learned kind of going through all of, all, you know, these various, you know, positions that I've held with various teams and various companies. Um, and especially the most recent experience of being a regional marketing director and coming in after somebody had left that did not have that didn't have the best relationship. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it was interesting moving in that I heard over and over again from the stakeholders that I was working most closely with that I was like a breath of fresh air. And I think that was simply because I was being open and listening to what they wanted. I think that is so important, um, especially when you're starting with a new company to come in and you cannot expect to come in and within like two months, just kind of like make all of these drastic changes and, and put all of these processes into place. Like you really have to kind of understand where they've been, why they, they are where they are and, and really just learn and absorb as much as you can and then assess and then have some conversations and then determine how you can better any processes or if you have to change up some team members um, just to be more effective or efficient. Um, they, they were just, I think, really happy to have someone come in and just be open-minded to their ideas and listen to them. So that is number one, I think, and just having, you know, compassion. People mostly have the same goals in mind and all want to do the best for their companies. The goal is to grow the business, to grow themselves professionally. Um, so I think just being open to hearing what people have to say um, instead of kind of just, you know, either overstepping or shutting down the idea before it's even, you know, thought through, um, I think is really important. 
I think that's that's good insight. I think as I think back on my career, I've learned an awful lot from people that aren't in marketing. And right. if I hadn't been open enough to listen to their ideas with an open mind, not just the nodding of my head, but really letting right, it right. sink in, um, yeah. I probably would not have gotten to some of the ideas um, that I've done over the years. So that's, what about, um, I'm going to lead the witness here, but like yeah. communication and project management, yeah. I feel like those are important yes. skills. How have they been important to you? Yeah, no, absolutely. Communication is so important. And, you know, and it's communication across all levels, right? I mean, you got to be, uh, you know, with the teams that I have helped manage, I have always been very transparent. What I have found, I don't like when you are working for someone or with someone who is not very kind of open and honest and transparent with you. You feel like they're not sharing the full big picture or all the information, um, which, you know, I, I have experienced, you know, throughout my career too. And so I kind of know both sides of it. And I know, you know, when I have gone into, you know, meeting teams and, and, you know, leading them, I have always been very open with communication and that includes, you know, feedback for them and ways that to help them grow, being very candid. Um, and then on the other side, you know, communicating well with your stakeholders and with the people that you work with day to day, um, always being open and making sure they understand your strategy and your point of view and where you're coming from, um, you know, versus kind of just assuming they understand. I, I believe in over communicating versus under communicating um, just because you want to make sure that, you know, you have true open lines um, of communication there. So absolutely. And then project management, for sure. I mean, that is a huge thing, um, you know, within the marketing uh, profession, uh, a lot of professions, but especially in marketing, there's so many different moving parts and things you have to manage and pieces and people that you have to kind of worry about and, you know, make sure that they're all kind of looped into the process. Um, and all of that is part of, you know, managing the, the project as a whole. So being organized, um, it, you know, with what you're doing and kind of, you know, being on task and having clear, I'm a, a, a obsessed list taker. So I'm always kind of making notes and lists and everything just to make sure you kind of stay on top of things. Um, I think that's really important. Yeah, no, I think the uh, on the communication front, particularly in marketing, and I'm sure this is in other aspects of business too, but things change. And so I think on the communication front, there's you know the initial conversation that you might have with your stakeholder or your team on, hey, here's what we're doing, here's the timeline, but then lo and behold, something happens and it's we're not going to meet that deadline. And too often that follow-up communication doesn't happen with the stakeholder. And so right. they're like, hey, I thought this was going to be done by Friday. And you're like, whoa, well, actually, it's not going to be done for another week and a half. And so it's like right. that over-communicating piece is so critical for throughout every aspect of, right. of a project. Um, and then on the project management side, even when you're in higher levels and maybe in a more strategic role like you've been, that emphasis on project management to get it done is so critical. I mean, as I talk to mm -hmm. senior leaders, they're like, yeah, sure. I want somebody who's strategic, but you can have the best <laughs> plan in the world, but if it doesn't act, you don't get it done, then what's the point? Right. So uh, the ability right. to drive, um, you know, the execution of your marketing plans is just, is just key. 
absolutely. Yep. You definitely have to wear both of those hats. Well, for sure. Exactly. The strategic and the technical. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's, it's, it's a balance. Um, mm-hmm. All right. So let me ask you this, our final question in terms of mentors, have you, have they played a role in your career? Yes, they have. Um, I have a few mentors that I very regularly reach out to either for um, just advice, you know, high level career business advice. And then I have, you know, very specific, um, you know, marketing mentors that, you know, have that have been in the profession much longer than I have been in different roles than I have who just have a different breadth of experience um, and can offer some really great advice. And so when I've come up against, you know, challenges, I have reached out to them and just say, you know, how would you handle this? How have you handled this? And they've been great. So I highly recommend, um, you know, anyone, you know, if you don't have um, a couple of mentors, you know, that you are comfortable, you know, sending an email, picking up the phone, um, just to kind of connect with, um, I think that that's, that's really important to find that person. And what I have found too, people are generally really flattered and happy to offer any help and assistance too. They're not, you know, it's not like you're, you're bothering them or taking them away from their job. They, people like to share their experiences and to talk about what they've done, you know, either areas they've been successful or maybe even not successful. Um, So I think that that's, um, yeah, is really important. Great, great comments. And I, I love the advice of find one. I mean, and, and it doesn't have to be a big deal. I mean, I think, no, it's just having somebody that is not you, <laughs> you know, that you can like feel is kind of your safe zone to yeah. have some of these conversations that, you know, you might not feel comfortable having with, um, you know, your boss or, or anyone else. So, yeah. And I think it can even be peer level. I mean, they don't have to be these, you know, people that have, you know, 20 more years of experience than you do. They can be people who you work side by side with. And I have found mentors and people that aren't even the same profession as me. Um, you know, I have some, you know, sales or other similar type roles, but they're just very business savvy and business minded and just have really great thoughts and great advice. So I've found things off of, you know, those individuals as well. That's awesome. And I think your comments on the business savvy piece are spot on because I think there's a lot of folks, I'll say marketing, maybe not as much sales, but that could be more business savvy. And Mm -hmm. I think the more you can understand the business, not the all total ins and outs, but, you know, businesses are here. They have a specific purpose and marketing plays a huge role in helping drive the growth of an organization. And so having some knowledge and understanding of the business goes a long mm-hmm. way in helping you be more effective. And I think goes a long way in helping build credibility for you with your stakeholders. Cause they're like, Oh wow, she does understand our business. Exactly. Yep. Agreed. So, wow. Well, what a great, what a great story. I love your, your, your career path <laughs> and all of your insights. Thank yeah. you so much for sharing it with us. I am certain that um, our listeners are going to get value out of it because it's just, you know, we just want real people talking about real, real life um, stories. So thank you so much for sharing that with us. Absolutely. Thank you for having me, Julie. I appreciate it. Yeah, my pleasure.